Welcome to the One Navy Podcast, the place where we are cultivating readiness one courageous conversation at a time. And I am your host, Mo Buford. Today, our guest of honor is Dr. Olinda E. Johnson. She is the Professor of Strategic Leadership and Leader Development at the U.S. Naval War College in the College of Leadership and Ethics. She earned her Ph.D. in Organizational Behavior from Katz Graduate School of Business at the University of Pittsburgh with a BS and an MBA from Florida A&M University. She is a sought out speaker, a game changer, a prolific author of numerous publications, one of which is the focus of today's conversation, the content of our character. Dr. Johnson, welcome to the show and thank you for honoring us with your presence. And well, uh, Chaplain, thank you so much for that introduction. I think you have put me on a pedestal that is a little undeserving, but I'm excited to engage in the conversation. Well, listen, I, I am more excited. Trust me when I say that. So let's get right to it. I'm going to ask a okay. few questions. Here's the first question for you, ma'am. What inspired you to conduct this study? And, and how did you come up with the title, The Content of Our Character, Another Look at Racial Difference in Naval Officer Fitness Reports? Uh, so great question. Uh, let me add a little context and a little background. Um, I published that study almost 20 years ago. So it's very interesting to me that there's a renewed interest in its findings. Right. And as we talk about it a little more, I think that's something that we can uh, sort of tease out a little bit of whether or not that's a good thing or not necessarily a, a good thing. Right. So the way I ended up uh, conducting this study was it was a part of a research fellowship I had down at DOME, which is Defense Equal Opportunity Management Institute at Patrick Air Force Base. Hmm. And uh, while I was searching for a topic to investigate, I came across another study by Dr. Pat Thomas and her colleagues that did sort of this initial analysis of uh, racial differences in the narrative comments of black male officer fitness reports. And mm. in short, they did a research method of a content analysis where you basically identify all the words and phrases and right. add some codes to them and, and then do some type of statistical analysis. Right. So, so what's important here is that in their analysis, they identified several different categories of of uh, descriptors and they examined whether or not there were any differences statistically between the way black officers are described and the way white officers are described. Hmm. And so they came up with, um, while there was overall consistency on a lot of the, the different descriptors, there were uh, a couple of sets that had statistically significant differences. And that statistically significant is important because it means that these findings didn't happen just by chance. So, for example, uh, white officers uh, were statistically more often described as energetic, intelligent, flexible, thorough, perceptive, honest, and creative, whereas black officers were more often statistically significant, described as organized and set priorities, motivated and dedicated, aggressive, positive and optimistic, and displays initiative. Mm. So here's how I ended up getting involved or taking a second look at this data. One of the conclusions that uh, Dr. Thomas and her team came up with was that both of those lists were equally positive. Mm. And in a footnote, this is why you always read footnotes, in right. a footnote, uh, she indicated that they had asked several naval officers that had served on selection boards 
whether or not, and these are their words, the white list was, was more career enhancing than the black list mm. of traits. Mm. And those officers said that those lists were both equally positive. Well, you know how you read something and you get a little tingle in your neck and you can't exactly explain why? Right. <laughs> I remember reading that and it was just the conclusion was just a little unsettled. And, and I were, wasn't. And, and you were a fellowship. You was in a fellowship at this time, correct? I was in a fellowship at the time. Right. right. And mm -hmm. so um, part of my role as, as a fellow was to do some type of a research project. Right. And so I was right. looking for a project to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, ultimately where I settled was wondering the question I was asked, is there a way to determine through more sophisticated research methods whether or not those characteristics are in fact equally positive, right? Mm. Can we confirm or disconfirm that observation in a more rigorous way? So I called Dr. Thomas and I asked her if, I told her what I was thinking and then I asked her if I could have permission to re-examine the data, which in, in our world is a big deal. And she was gracious and generous enough to say, yes, absolutely go for it. Wow. And so that's how I ended up um, with this data set and reanalyzing it to see if we could demonstrate in a statistically significant way whether or not those, those descriptors and the way black and white officers are described have any bearing on their promotability. Mm. And that's where I ended. Uh, I think the second part of your question well, 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 no, I think that's, 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 that's brilliant. And I think it's, um, yeah. and you touched on it in terms of the methodology um, okay. and, and the sample size and, or did you, did you, how, how large was the sample? So in um, the Thomas et al. study, they had a sample of 582 officers, 291 black officers and 291 white officers. Right. Well, what's really important and what they did, again, a lot of credit to Thomas and her team is they ensured that it was a matched sample. And mm. what that means is for every white lieutenant commander swell, there was also a black lieutenant commander swell. Mm. So in other words, they made sure that they were comparing apples and apples. Good. Very good. Yeah. Now, to your knowledge, um, what what was the catalyst for Thomas and her colleagues or their colleagues to, to study this? What was the, was it just curiosity? Was there an ask? What was, what was the, what was the push? I don't know if there was a particular push. I do know. So again, this is late nineties, early two thousands that uh, Thomas was working. Dr. Thomas was working with the, I think there was a Naval research center or something mm -hmm. at that point. And they had done previous work where they looked at gender differences. Mm. And so this study was an extension of their previous work looking at gender differences where they were now looking at racial differences. Got it. Got it. So now I, I must tell you, doctor, I was just all in, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> all in as I was reading, reading, reading your good work. And, and one, of the, one of the quotes that stood out to me, I want to I want to kind of highlight to you and just get your thoughts on it. Um, you wrote, quote, people vary in their conceptions of leadership. According to social cognitive leadership theories, the traits associated with leadership are dependent on the perceiver's 
the perceiver's perceptive. Now, to me, this sounds a lot like the term because you know we have a lot of uh, how can I say <laughs> lexicons in, yeah. in the Navy, and one of the one yeah. of the terms is uh, this is what right looks like, right? Yeah. Is this the case, and if so, is this a problem or not? Um, so I guess more I'd answer it this way: that's yes plus. Okay. So the, the theory of um, leadership prototypes, right, leadership uh, trait inferences, is that there are some certain characteristics or traits that people conceive of as being associated with their mental schema or their image of what a leader looks like. Mm. And so very generally speaking, you know, we can say that the Navy has this very general model of what a, a leader looks like, even though we have difficulty articulating exactly what that is, which is probably another podcast. Right. <laughs> right? Stand by. <laughs> Stand by. <laughs> but there's sort of this general assumption of, as you say, what right looks like. I think what the, the plus part of that and where it becomes relevant in this conversation is that tied to that is also how individuals construe of those traits. So in other words, people may have different interpretations of the same trait, mm. or they may differentially apply that interpretation. Mm -hmm. So um, there's research that shows that if we use the term aggressive, aggressive uh, as applied to a construction worker may mean something very different when aggressive is applied to a lawyer. Mm -hmm. So if you take that same um, concept, Right. and apply it in the realm of race and stereotypes, mm. it then suggests that there may potentially be different leadership prototypes best based on racial differences. Wow. So my expectation of what leadership looks like for um, an officer of color may be different than my expectations for what leadership looks like for uh, another officer. Right. And so that's why I think the doing uh, this type of statistical analysis becomes very important hmm. because otherwise we, we have perceptions. You know, we, we get the question, well, well, how do you know that's the case? And we might say, well, I perceive that this is happening, but unless we do the, you know, the, the deep uh, research investigation, all we have is that perception. This way, we actually have the data to demonstrate that it is or it isn't, right? You act, ideally, you want both. Wow, wow, that's, yeah. that's huge to me. And, and yeah. you know, um, and hence your study, at least from my, pers my, my point of view, um, because the entire, seemingly from my, my point of view, the entire fitness report is predicated, right? On this, on this mental model, if you would, right? Absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, and it seems to me, we need to either um, codify it, right? right. And um, illuminate it and just, and, and yeah. really ask the question, is this what we really, is this, is this exactly what we, what we want, if you would, right? So, so, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, you know, so it's interesting because I am certain that um, anyone uh, listening would say, well, that's what precepts do, right? That's why we have precepts. Hmm. Precepts, in fact, do codify these are our expectations for leaders. I think what both of these studies try to get at is what are the other subtleties that are not necessarily captured um, by using just precepts in the hmm. evaluation, right? It's, it, it's really recognizing the 
influence of human behavior on this mm. process, right? Wow. It is not as um, cut and dry or um, as structured, as, as much structure as we try to place around processes when they involve humans, there's, there's always going to be susceptible to uh, differential perceptions, understanding, application, et cetera. And that's right. what I think both of these studies actually get at. Yeah. Um, in my instance, I just took what Thomas did and took it a step further to really get at what's underlying um, what turned out to be some fairly significant differences. Wow. So, so to this end, is there a relationship between um, the traits listed in the narrative of the fitness report and the promotion recommendation. What did you find? Yeah, so let me um, tell you a little bit more about the methodology that I use to get to the findings and then report those findings. So I took the data from Thomas et al. and I did what is called a multinomial logistics regression. I know, long <laughs> words. <laughs> I love it, I love it. <laughs> The bottom line is what that what that uh, allows is it allows us to examine the probability of a relationship between variables occurring. So in this instance, what I examined was what is the probability of receiving an early promote recommendation based on the character traits. Mm. So in other words, I'm trying to find out does it matter whether or not I get described as motivating or I get described as positive and optimistic in terms of whether or not I get an early promote recommendation. Hmm. So what I found were a couple of things is interesting. So um, that my first uh, regression was just in total. So I didn't separate anything by race or anything just in total, just to see if generally speaking, are there certain words that are more often uh, likely to lead to an early promotion recommendation. And, you know, just think about it. That makes sense. How often are you told, make sure this word or this phrase is included in your, uh, in your fit rep. Right. And so there were um, certain descriptors that had a statistically significant higher probability of an early promote. So things like being described as motivating, right? You had, if you were described as motivating, you had a 0.95 probability of an early promote. Not, not really surprising, something you would expect. But conversely, there were other descriptors that had a statistically significant lower probability of an early promote, things like gets along well with others. Mm. So the data becomes much more informative when we examine the proportionality of who is uh, more often ascribed these trait characteristics. Mm -hmm. Well, it, as identified by Thomas and affirmed in my study that white officers were more often described, proportionately more often described as motivating, whereas black officers were proportionately more often described, ascribed as uh, gets along well with others. And so if you think about that, that even on its surface analysis indicates some difference, right? Hmm. There, there's a disparity there right. because if I am more often, if this category is more often described as motivating, and motivating has the 9.95 probability of an early promote. And this uh, group is more often uh, described as gets along well with others. And it has a lower probability of an early promote Then you've created advantage and disadvantage. Right? But from that end, it's just, it's, that was 
it was, uh, I had the statistical significance for the overall, but it was still just an observation. So I needed to take the next step and actually look at it by race. And it added a little more uh, rigor. So ultimately, what I ended up uh, identifying is that for white officers, uh, described as motivating and creative, they have the highest probability of an early promotion recommendation at 0.97 and 0.96. Whereas black officers, of all the descriptors, there was only that yielded a higher um, probability of promotion recommendation. Only one of them was ascribed to black officers, and that was aggressive. And that was at 0.92. Um, for white officers, they were, they had two additional descriptors that were significantly related to early promotion. That's uh, being thorough and displaying initiative. What was particularly interesting, at least from my eyes, is that black officers were most often described as positive and optimistic. Hmm. And when they were, they had a 0.47 probability of receiving an early promote recommendation. Hmm. So in other words, they had the least likely opportunity of receiving an early promote recommendation. So in a nutshell, what the study found was that contrary to Thomas's conclusions that they were equally positive, they were not equally positive. Hmm. And that's not to suggest that there's anything nefarious going on, but necessarily thinking about our perceptions and where perceptual bias comes in. And this is where these trade inferences come in because they can affect from the raters or evaluators point of view, um, end up creating racial advantage or disadvantage or creating bias in the way that officers are evaluated. Wow. So out of curiosity, Mm -hmm. um, were there females in that in your sample size? No, this study was uh, all male. And that was the sample that um, uh, Thomas et al. utilized. And because the the gender numbers were so small for the match sample that they were trying to go for, they made the decision to stick with male, which is a good thing in the sense that it really allowed for a match sample. So you're truly comparing apples and apples uh, in, in that format. 